0: the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hey, everybody's working for the weekend, and it's nearly upon us. It's Friday, September twenty eighth, 2012. Welcome to another installment of Auto Line Daily. I'm Murray Feldman, Fox 2 News in Detroit, sitting in for John. Here's what's happening in the world of cars. Tire prices expected to drop in the USA. A few years back the Obama administration placed tariffs on imported tires from China after companies were accused of dumping them in the country. But the penalty expired earlier in the week and now Bloomberg reports Chinese tire makers are expected to boost exports to the United States. Tire prices have gone up as much as 15 percent because of the tariffs. Stop-start technology is another mile marker on the road to higher efficiency It's a relatively simple way to boost economy. You kill the engine when the vehicle is stopped. Right now, it's only available in about 5% of vehicles in the U.S., but the folks at Bosch are predicting big growth. They estimate it will be on 50% of new vehicles within four years, 50%. Additionally, they're working on an advanced version of the system that shuts the engine off sooner while the vehicle is coasting to save even more fuel. That could double the efficiency gains of stop-start, pushing it from around 8% to 15%. The Paris Motor Show is in full swing, and John is in the thick of it with a look at one of the newest products revealed. Here he is. I'm with Scott Keough, the president
1: of Audi North America, and we're going to talk about the new Q3 here, but Scott, tell me about this car.
2: You know, I think the first thing is to look at what's happening in the luxury segment in America. Uh, is a thing we call the A segment, and uh, we think the A segment has a lot of opportunity. We're going to put an A3 into that segment, a sedan, as we have uh, discussed, and of course we think there's room for an SUV as well. This is the mighty Q3. Now as you know, it follows a lot of the distinctive looks we've established in our SUV lines from the Q5 and the Q7, but really what we've seen in a lot of research, we think the luxury segment has room, small, compact, appropriately packaged vehicle. We showed this to our dealers about a year ago. At the time, it was just an idea, uh, a product that's been extremely successful in Europe, but and they would it, it work in the US States. U.S. dealers loved it, huh? They loved it. And uh, we now officially are confirming we will bring this car. We're still looking at which engines and which variations and drivetrains, but the Q3 will come, and we're looking at the middle of calendar year 2014 to bring this car to the U.S.
1: Okay, so you can't tell us anything powertrain and the like because you haven't decided it yet, uh, but exactly right. quattro has got to be part of it.
2: Quattro, right. If it's a Q and it's an SUV, absolutely have quattro. Mm-hmm. I think you can guarantee it'll be ultra with lightweight materials. I think you can guarantee, of course, absolutely, it'll be an efficient vehicle. It's a good opportunity. People are looking for downsized engines. are looking for fuel efficiency, and this car does exactly that. And you can't talk pricing, but can you give us a ballpark? Uh, I think if we dance around $30,000, that would be a good place to dance around a little bit. and uh, a great entry-level car. And Audi's got such an amazing lineup of cars, you're not worried about having too many models, obviously. Not yet. Uh, The SUV segment is robust. And again, we think there's going to be a new frontier down in this A segment. And that's why we're bringing the A3. And that's why we're so excited to announce the Q3 as well. So you'll you'll pretty much have this
1: kind of to yourselves, right?
2: Uh, We want to move first. And that's what we like to do. We like to get there first and stay there. And and that's our hopes. Uh, But I have a few doubts. We have a lot of competitors. Uh, They're looking at trends. I assume they'll be heading in this direction as well, but I feel good about the products we have here. That's great. Well, Scott Keogh, thanks so much for giving me a quick walk around of the Q3. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, John. All the best now.
0: Boy, Audi just keeps on filling out its vehicle lineup. They have every segment covered. And speaking of Paris, if you missed our live coverage of the event yesterday, you can watch the recorded version at your convenience. Just swing by Autoline.tv for this program and many, many more. Daimler and Renault-Nissan announcing that they'll expand their partnership. The two companies will develop a family of four-cylinder direct-injected turbocharged gasoline engines, which will be jointly manufactured and debut in 2016. Nissan will also license automatic transmission technology from Daimler, which will be built by Nissan's subsidiary, Jatco. Chrysler is adapting its Uconnect technology for police cars. Law enforcement vehicles are cluttered with computers and keyboards and additional displays. So to free up the space, Chrysler and Continental Engineering Services enlarged u 8.4-inch screen to 12.1 inches. And they gave it the capability to display data and graphics and video that's specific to police use. The system will be put into use in three Dodge Charger Pursuit vehicles. One of them will be used for testing by Chrysler. The other two will be used by the Los Angeles Police Department for real-world tests. Up next, Cadillac is the focus of AutoLine this week. Find out what's going on at GM's luxury division right after the break.
1: Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life.
0: The old wreath and crest brand is the topic of Auto Line this week. John McElroy sits down with Don Butler, Cadillac's vice president of marketing, to talk about anything and everything luxury. His panel of experts includes ace analyst Aaron Bragman of IHS Automotive and Tim Higgins from Bloomberg News. In the following bite, Don talks about the brand's lineup and hints at possible future models.
1: But you've been duking it out here against the likes of Mercedes, BMW, and Audi, even Lexus, that have far much more of a lineup than you do. How far can Cadillac go to match them? Well, you know, what, what we have laid out as a strategy, and it's, it's fairly simple in terms of stating it, the, the, uh, the devil's in the details and the devil's in execution and executing with excellence. But we want to compete, and we aim to be segment leaders in all the significant luxury segments. And so with uh, with CTS, with SRX, and with Escalade, we are essentially participating in roughly 60% of the available space. And once we move into ATS, compact luxury, um, sedans, uh, XTS, large luxury, kind of a redefinition of large luxury for us, that's about 85 to 90% of what we think is the competitive space. And so there are gaps that we need to continue to take a look at in, the ter- in terms of the portfolio. And, and what I'm really pleased to, to be able to do is once we establish those entries just keep coming with better and better vehicles that just continue to elevate the brand. I think there's probably no better example of that than the CTS which you know debuted in 01 with the first generation, second generation in 07 and, Third generation probably coming soon, but, uh, you know, taking a great product and making it even better, that's that's what great brands do, particularly great luxury brands. The key, though, is to have that foundation in terms of the segments that we compete in and having
0: segment leaders that
1: establish our presence there.
0: Don Butler mentioned gaps in the lineup. Could he be hinting at a rear-wheel drive flagship model for Cadillac? Let's hope so. That's a segment that the brand hasn't served properly for decades. As always, if you want the full story, you can watch this entire episode of Autoline this week at autoline.tv. And one more thing before we sign off, don't miss tonight's live broadcast of Roundabout. The show kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at autoline.tv. The crew will be recapping the Paris Motor Show by trying to cover as many new vehicles as they can in the time allotted. It'll be a lot of fun. Hope you can check it out. And with that, we're done for the day and for the week. I'm Murray Feldman, Fox 2 News in Detroit, sitting in for John. Thank you for watching, and let's see if John gets back here from Paris by Monday morning, or maybe he'll decide to rip the town apart. Have a good weekend, everyone.